Welcome to Being Bipolar. I'm your host, Doobie. I'm going to introduce you into my madness, and hopefully it'll help you with yours. Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to another episode of Doobie Snacks, Being Bipolar. In other words, I have mental health issues. Now, the discussion we're about to get into is kind of home for me. A long time ago when I lived in Washington State, me and some buddies were all at a campfire enjoying ourselves, you know, um, burning trees, BC bud is awesome. Anyhow, we're just enjoying the night. We're off the shore. We can hear the, uh, the water hitting and the, the fire was blazing away as we were. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, this hairy, red, all red, hairy thing comes running out of the tree line. And I'm not kidding, this thing had a rock-hard penis running out of there. Now, I don't know about you, but when you're sitting around a campfire... You blazing up pretty good and you see a red hairy naked thing with the heart on running out of the trees and yelling and running back into the trees at the other side this is a good 20 25 feet um there were a lot of things that hit us all that night We couldn't explain what we had just seen. Um, And we looked around and could not find any clothes. Um, We couldn't find a vehicle other than our own. And we didn't really tell anybody else we were out there. So we're trying to figure out. There weren't a whole lot of houses around that area either. So... Uh, that hit us and it has been with me for a long time and this is my introduction to doobie snacks versus the trifecta of bigfoot now i can understand that you you don't believe me and that's uh, hey we all have our opinions i i just know what i saw and I know some of the questions are like, well, how'd you know it was like Bigfoot, whatever? Well, Bigfoot or Sasquatch or Yeti. This, okay, let's get into this right now. There is a hierarchy among the abominable snowman slash Yeti, which is the top of the food chain. Then you've got Sasquatch, more of a, a, a bully type. The Sasquatch is a little bit smaller. They're only about five, six feet, but they're, they're big size. The abominable Yeti 
they're about 10, 11 feet and about a thousand pounds estimated, whatever. Okay. And then you got Bigfoot, which, you know, there's more of the Bigfoot around than anything because they're the little guy, man. They're, they're like, oh no, we ran into ape guy. But if you run into the Yeti, I'd be like, okay, fetal position, crying my eyes out like a little bitch. It happens. You see something like that, you got to. But I've seen hairy men. I I took showers at gym class, you know. We've all seen hairy men. So you get a hairy man size that, you know, I've heard they stink. But the only thing that really stinks is when they mark their territory you know that's when it smells really awful and they don't scream very much because they're they're pretty much like more intelligent than we are to be honest because you know they're out there and we don't know where it takes a pretty smart animal to realize that but people they're out there oh they are they really are. You just have to go out and find them. Now I'm going to give you my Matthew McConaughey voice for all you women out there that would like to listen and fall asleep. Man, I love Matthew McConaughey. I don't know why I went from Bigfoot to Matthew McConaughey. I think it was just my voice, but dude, I got to give props. That man is freaking genius. I love everything about him. Props to Matthew McConaughey. <clears throat> I wouldn't throw him out of my bed for eating crackers. Anyway, <clears throat> back to Bigfoot. Now, we, on the, I would say the northwest coast, uh, that is the Sasquatch area, okay? The Bigfoot basically covers a lot of terrain including you know tennessee north carolina area where they're pretty big out there but when you take a look at the actual sightings and you you see the footprints that are available there's only one that i truly like so far is uh, the actual first one that started it the ones that were hit in the himalayas uh the yeti that one i considered pretty authentic so but as for the video they have of that bigfoot running no that was sasquatch and they caught him on a bad day all right i know who he was we had partied several times and he kept telling the story over and over how these dumbass white hunters were running around and all of a sudden interrupted his fun uh, he he had to run away, man. Um, still, there are issues when it comes to Bigfoot, Sasquatch, and you know it's like apples and oranges. They all look alike. No, they don't. Nope, that's just racist towards Bigfoot, man. That's uncalled for. What have they done to you? You know. I don't understand why we got to keep looking for these guys when we don't really want to look for them. Because, well, one, we ain't found them. Two, we know they're real. They were dropped off by the UFOs. 
I mean, that's how it all started. You know, the one thing I do like about the culture in Tibet is that they do honor the Yeti. That is one thing I really have a lot of respect for in that culture, is that even if it's true or not, whether they believe or not, they honor it. And it's been a part of their culture for centuries. So I have to give Taboo, uh, <laughs> Taboo, oh my God, I am high. I got to give props. <laughs> God, man. Uh, when I talk about Matthew McConaughey, I mean, oh, anywho, back to the big foot. Uh, oh, I got to stop this. All right, let's go in a complete different direction here. Um, my experience with that red-haired something running past into the tree line, that, that scarred me. And I don't know about you all, but even talking about it, I'm sure if you're hearing it in a weird way, it's, it's done something to you. And I apologize for that, but I, I can't help but picture a red streak of hair and a hard-on running fast. I just, it's hard to <laughs> no it's it's difficult to get out of your head so the theories you have with all of the big feet uh sasquatch yeti thing uh you've got ufos that are dropping them off and that control them uh they're basically just going through and giving recon as it says then there's others where they're a part of a prehistoric that's underground in the cave systems out here there are a ton of cave systems but then you go into the the thoughts of hollow earth and if you're going to go that direction then you've got more than just all these ape-like creatures you've got a whole different world and you've got a whole different thinking process going on and you need medication then you've got the $6 million man theory, which is basically we created it in a lab and let it loose. Yeah, that one's iffy, but, you know, the one thing that I really enjoy about the whole thing about Bigfoot, Yeti, Sasquatch is the community. There there are some crazy, wacky people out there that you just want to love that will tell you stories about Bigfoot, how they come up to the porch and they go and cook them eggs and give them, you know, that you don't want to feed them meat. They don't like meat. That hurts their stomach, and that makes them smell a little bit bad. Uh, I love those people because they're so true. Now, they love it. Whether they believe it or not, they're going to go with it because it's fun. A lot of myth has that little fun edge to it. In the Bigfoot Sasquatch community, 
They are truly fun people. And the ideas they have and the stories they come up with. Uh, one, one, guy's, one guy's sheep got impregnated by one. They had to terminate the pregnancy because it almost killed their prized sheep. <laughs> or goat. <laughs> That's a good one too. And then, and then you have the smell. Now, there's so many theories about why they smell. If a hairy thing that doesn't take baths walks around, yeah, you're going to smell. Just ask me after a week of sitting on the couch doing podcasts, rolling up my own cigarettes. Yeah, we tend to stink. But, you know, the thing is, is they do actually bathe a lot. When I partied with them and everything, I think that one that was running out of the tree line so long ago was trying to take a bath. But we stopped them, and it made them mad. I can't explain the boner, but okay. He might. You never know. So... There are a lot of interesting characters that like to get on film about searching for Bigfoot. Using motion sensor and uh, those are fun to watch. They truly are. I mean, you find out new technology and new gadgets that these guys actually put together for these. I mean, yeah, it... It, these are some very intelligent people believing they're going to find something. Okay? And if that gives them hope in their life, then all hell. I, I've got t-shirts in there that I support Sasquatch. My favorite one is a purple one with him walking by flipping people off saying, I hate people. I take, I wear that to the doctors a lot. And they start recognizing me because of that shirt. Where I live is thick in Bigfoot country. And we've got celebrations that go on in the town, uh, a town next down to us. They celebrated. They have a weekend where they celebrate Bigfoot. They've got all kinds of different people and um, specialists and uh, famous people from where they do the searching, uh, they make a big deal about it, and it's fun to watch. It brings money into the county and the state as well, you know, and that's one of the things I really enjoy about here is that the county is very supportive of things of that in nature, and uh, we were actually in the news about a year ago about a uh, statue that they're going to take out of the uh, the racist deal with the statues. Yeah, they were going to take one out, and it was about time because it was it was a, a bad social situation. So, all in all, Bigfoot is not only a myth, but uh, or legend, however you want to state that. But it's also a growing fondness 
you know, uh, we don't understand him. Why should we? It's like Jesus. All right, we don't understand him. All we know is what is in the books, but that's all we got. You know, but we love him anyway. Okay, so why not Bigfoot? Same theory, right? Oh, and the funny thing is, is uh, this conversation is going to go a little haywire because I've been called a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> thank you. I'd like to thank the Academy because being a conspiracy theorist means I'm actually doing something right because all in all, everyone, listen and understand with the calming of my voice, I will tell you that we are all conspiracy theorists. Why? Why? Well, Doobie Snacks, would you tell us why? Sure, I will. Okay, now, in our minds, which we all have our own individual thought. So, a lot of things in our lives are theories until proven fact. Okay? So, conspiracy theories, basically, you're going to judge someone. So, you're already a part of a conspiracy. You're bringing up theories. You're thinking of bad things, good things, whatever. They're all theories until proven fact. We all are conspiracy theorists. Whether we believe in one thing or another, it doesn't matter. Somebody else is completely thinking differently than you. So, that would... And if you've got a friend who tells you that doesn't matter, human are fallible. Ain't that right, girl? Humans are fallible. So, it does not matter who or what they think of you. It doesn't matter. Be you. I believe because I've seen Bigfoot. Oh, actually, it was Sasquatch, but, you know, I'm going with Bigfoot because it's easier to say. I, you know, I've dealt with Bigfoot, a naked, hard-on running redhead. Boom! And then I've seen footage that, you know, like I said, my my buddy, he, he got caught doing something he shouldn't have been doing, and he got caught running away. They got lucky with that footage. But all in all, it doesn't matter, folks. Bigfoot is real in my heart. So are a lot of other things in my heart. Because it, it gives you hope. It gives you something to actually think about and wonder about. And not just sit there and be a bump on a log. Some of us don't have the ability to get out and get out into the real world. Some of us have these mental issues that are stopping us, taking away that motivation. But if there is something out there that gives you a little bit of hope, a little bit of guidance, something for you to enjoy, 
with other people, whether it's online, FaceTime, neighborhood, community. We all need that. So if you believing that there is a Bigfoot and you letting the world know that you know and you understand that it's up to the individual to believe, there you go. You might spread it, pay it forward, let other people enjoy Bigfoot. Even if it's not real, even if it is, it doesn't matter. You're sitting there talking about, uh, you're, like they did in the old days, you're sitting around a campfire talking about legends of lore, looking up at the stars, realizing that the connection that we have with humanity starts with a simple story. All our lives are nothing but a book of stories, man. So, here's mine. I have partied with big, hairy people. They exist. If you want to call them Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Yeti, Doobie Snacks, I don't care. As long as you enjoy yourself and realize that who you are, Bigfoot. I'm Bigfoot. Everybody that knows me knows I'm Bigfoot. Alright guys. Doobie Snacks calling out. Peace out guys. And remember, if you run into Bigfoot, make sure it's not the redhead. I don't know where he's at, but hopefully soon he'll come back to me. Peace out. This is the end of the program, where I basically tell you this is the end of the program. So, you will stop listening now because it's the end of the program. Remember, this is the end of the program. So, subscribe. If you want to hear more, get a hold of me. But this is the end of the program, so stop listening. This is it. Welcome to Doobie's Madness. This is the end of the program. So, you can stop listening now. It's okay.